E3! That's my imitation of E3. Hi there, welcome to Isometric Gaming with Perspective. I am Steve Lubitz, and I am here with Head of Development at Giant Space Cat, fresh from Ireland, and also uh, internationally renowned boob expert, Brianna Wu. How are you doing, Brie? <laughs> So right before we started the show, I got a text, um, and it was for a friend that lives in Canada, and she's she's texting me. She goes, "Were you just on the radio talking about boobs?" <laughs> she texted her back, "Yes." So yeah, that is my proudest career moment. So when when Canada needed a boob expert, they called Brianna Wu, and I talked to them about boobs. So I was very talking about Street Fighter boobs. Even more, I did. I did. We'll we'll get into that later, Maddie. Before we start the show, I have to ask: Are Mm. you ruling Boston without me? Because it's my town. It's my town. (laughs) Why couldn't I be ruling Boston? No, 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 no. Steve, you're you're way too far out of the city proper (laughs) to rule it. I could be an absent dictator. I could be like, you know, like the king of France ruling from Versailles. I could do that. Uh you know, I yeah. This is my I hunting mean, lodge out here in the wilderness. Uh, Steve, I feel like you're yes anding this joke before I even had the chance to properly yes and it myself. <laughs> and and for that, for that, I compliment you because ordinarily you are not not so not so fast. But so so I guess I guess I'll let you rule for the day. Just for okay, that. I appreciate just for that. being so on top of things. Throw me a bone, you know. That's all I ask. That's a little golf clap, Marie Antoinette style, that I'm giving you right now. So, Maddie, I want you to run the town. I want you to keep them under control. I want you to rule Southie with an iron fist. And I want you to open up the valves and let down just a little bit of water because you don't want them to get addicted to it. I really don't. I really don't. I will strap on my clear power suit and (laughs) allow only the tiniest of waters to emerge from my stone fortress. (laughs) Anyway, I haven't been introduced yeah, well, yet. Yeah, well, I, for one, welcome my new Boston dictator, uh, assistant games <laughs> editor from Pace Magazine, Maddie Myers. How are you doing, Maddie? Well, how, how are you uh, settling into your new, your new digs? It's awesome. I have a deck and there are windows with actual sunlight. I used to live in a basement apartment. I don't know if our listeners knew that about me. I, I expect to be significantly happier in the coming <laughs> weeks. This could be like a whole personality change for me. Like it could turn out that I'm actually an optimistic person. And You're going to no become happy it. Maddie. Yeah, We're going to have to yeah, like yeah, fire yeah. you and hire someone else. Yeah. Like I'm going <laughs> to stop being Daria. I'm going to start speaking in a lilting treble. Nobody will know what to do. It'll be really weird, and then I'll get fired from the show. But I won't even be mad about it because of all the sunlight. There's a fan in every room. It's amazing. Like, already there. Like, a ceiling fan. It's really, really nice. Is there nothing you can be negative about your new place? Oh, uh, I mean, like, <laughs> no. Honestly, wow. no. Really? I, wow. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm prepared for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could pretend to hate it because that would be in character. But, I mean, I picked it out and everything, so... It's a dream come true. <laughs> what are the boob physics like in your place? Oh, the boob place? physics? They're pretty good. They're very realistic. <laughs> so far, there's only my boobs here. That's probably how it's going to stay for a while. And uh, yeah, very, very realistic physics. Uh, gravity <laughs> still works here. That's good. It's good. You don't um, want gravity to stop working randomly. I mean, no, 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 no I don't. If there was a problem, then Brie would have to come over and then she'd have to comment yeah. on it. That's, That's true. Right. She would. She's very good at that, I hear. But there's no trouble, <laughs> no trouble at all here. So, yeah. 
Boobs are good. Place is good. (laughs) This is going to be the best episode of Isometric ever. Wait, did you say the best episode or the breast episode? Best episode. Steve, you're fired. Steve, Steve, you can't. You You did it. You know, I had to get at least one good dad joke in. You know, is that a dad joke or is that a frat boy joke? I'm pretty sure that was a frat boy boy joke. A dad frat boy joke. Uh, You know, either way. I was never in a frat, shockingly. I'm sure you're shocked to know that. I'm shocked. Really? Uh, so we also have a psychotherapist and senior editor from iMore.com, Georgia Dow. How are you doing, Georgia? I'm good. I'm good. Everything's normal here. Bree's been on the radio talking about, I don't know, body parts. But besides <laughs> that, all is fine. <laughs> Bree, do you want to tell people why you were talking about boobs on the radio? Or... Well, I mean, we can we can get we into can leave it, it a mystery. I think you know? <laughs> no, like if the listeners want to Google it's it, so strange. She has to talk about it. I need to know. I want to know what questions did they ask? <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, some footage of Street Fighter Five came out uh, of E3 this week, and there were some people on the on wait, wait, the can internet. I say something? Wait, wait, wait! Everyone needs to pause the podcast right now, and then search or, or go Brie on Twitter, take a look and you know, she's posted it. You have to see this and then continue listening to the podcast. I, I will yeah. take it up for those of you in the chat room. So no, it will be in the show notes. Show notes. Show notes are good. I have to say, I was very proud of my, my tweet on this, announcing this to the world. So I just typed in all caps, what's going on, Chumley's boobs? <laughs> oh, no, God. So I thought that was... Very concise. Very concise. <laughs> I thought that really, really captured my frame of mind. So um, yeah. basically what happens, like, Chumley's boobs are like worse than dead or alive, if that's even possible. Like, she goes into this, like battle pose and like the girls are just swirling all over the place and it's <laughs> it's like you can't look away you can't i've watched that gif on on repeat like i was on the plane and i stared at it for like at least 20 minutes just like what's going on there i don't understand it was like <laughs> hypno boobs you know so um anyway so capcom came out yeah. and they go yeah whoa 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 hey no this is it's just a glitch guys it's just a glitch, you know. We just oh, really? just bugged out. I don't know what happened here. And I have to tell you, like I, I I saw that and I called them out on Twitter. And I have a plethora of animation answers why it being a glitch is just BS. And you know, you can listen to me on the radio to talk about it. But someone sat down and made that animation. And, you know, they probably set those physics values deliberately with an earlier animation pass. And then someone who is sober came in and went, no, oh, my God, no, that looks terrible, 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 no. And then it didn't get adjusted on the other player side because I would imagine the physics are set per character and per side. So, uh, yeah, and I actually just wrote the editor Kotaku a letter saying, yeah, I'm kind of surprised you didn't... um, you know, fact check or at least, you know, look around on this line that Capcom gave you about this. Because as a professional animator, it doesn't, I mean, it, it just doesn't seem realistic to me, you know? So they really are, like, I, we've seen now, we've, we've commented on a lot of different chests on the show. Yes. Yeah. But these ones Far really... more than I ever would have wanted or expected to, by the way. But right. whatever. Right, right. 
I'm okay with it. It would be nice. It would be nice if this weren't a perennial topic of ours. No, but this do is, go on, Georgia. They, <laughs> but they re- they are quite shocking. It's 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 like these the this chest is not in gravity. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like swimming in water. They keep on moving for a really long time, like a like waterbed style. It's ah, there's something. It's like a Jello, like you know, you shake Jello and it just keeps on going, and you're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's not Jello, right? These they're not. They I don't think they're Jello. Um, so yeah, they're really quite shocking. So it was I like when I saw Brie when you tweeted out, and I looked at it, I went, you know, like I figured it would be like kind of bad, but no, these are really bad. Like, what were you thinking? Like I don't know. And other chests, no one else's chest does that. Ryu's chest did not make those motions. Neither did any of the rest of his right. body parts. It's so. true. Well, I, I have to say about this before we do that. Um, oh, you know, the, the fact remains, they did choose to put joints and hook up physics controls to her boobs there in a way that, Georgia, as you said, you just <laughs> launched onto something stop, stop, that's wait, very technical. Wait, explain to me. Yeah. That's, you have to stop because that's brilliantly funny to me. So... So you're so someone actually had to make little points of reference and give them a control of movement on her like on her boobs. Oh, even more than that. Someone had to sit yeah. down and write a program that simulated jiggle and then they had to put that program and hook it up to her boobs in like bones. So, like, the, the fact remains <laughs> that they spent a lot of engineering time on this feature. And on top of that, what? like, Capcom does not have a great record on, like, boobs anyway, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we just had a whole conversation about the, Re- the Resident Evil make- remake a month or two ago, mm, too. Yeah. Which, this is, this is worse. No, you're this right. That is, is also Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bree, can I ask you a question? Yes, you can. How much do you think it cost them in time <laughs> to animate her chest? Uh, I'm, I'm not joking, actually. It's a non-trivial amount of time. So they they go through and they do some soft muscle physics. So you see, like, even Ryu's muscles jiggle a little bit. Yeah. And it's what makes him seem soft, whereas someone like Rufus doesn't seem that way. But it would be a non-trivial amount. Like, there's someone who sat down and spent an afternoon staring at her boobs and working on it. So throughout the entire, like, there's probably a person at Capcom who, I'm, I'm not saying this to be funny, that sits down and hooks up the jiggle animations to the boobs and watches it with the baking out the simulation into the keys. So, yeah, there's probably a boob expert at Capcom, I would guess. I'm just upset that it sounds like with the amount of effort that they put into Chun-Li's boobs, I could probably have, they probably could have coded an entire new Mega Man game for me by this point. So. Oh, oh, my Steve, God. Steve. It's true. Sorry. Anyway. I like how Georgia was sympathetic, whereas I was like, <laughs> Steve, I just want to make it clear that like my tone of voice there was like fed up friend as opposed to sympathetic ear because like not by the time I'm done editing it, though. <laughs> Steve, I just want you to know, like, I'm excited for Street Fighter five and I am happy for them to spend a lot of time making this game good. I will happily agree that spending time on Chun-Li's boobs is not where I would like resource al- resources allocated, but I'm glad the game's being made. I'm really excited about it. I've been watching all the footage. I would rather have this than a Mega Man game. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm, not I'm sorry happy that you're happy, Maddie. 
good. It looks really does it, good. Does it make me a terrible person that I would rather have Chun-Li's boobs animated than a new Mega Man game? Yes. Yes, it does. It makes you a terrible person. Just, just so that you right. know. Yes. I don't, I don't know. I don't mind them moving around a little bit, like, you know, as would be realistic. Yeah. But I, I also feel like it's not too much to ask that all these ladies be wearing sports bras underneath their outfits because that's what they'd yeah. be wearing. They need, like, they need a little bit of uh, some ace bandaging, like something, you know, to, to hold the girls down while you fight. Like, that's how it goes, you know? You got to yeah. do that. Yeah, because I'm like, ow. And then I'm thinking, she, if she has that bad of a choice in clothing, then how great can she fight? I'm just saying. Well, but she's wet. Chun-Li's right. outfit is pretty great. Like, she's got plenty of room under there for a nice supportive bra. So just give the give the woman a bra, you know? <laughs> give her a good one. A good bra. Uh. Yeah. So well, anyway, why don't we why don't we move off of boobs and move but on? But Steve, to- <laughs> this is the most important topic. No, let's okay. definitely move on. All right, so we're we're not going to cover every <laughs> single thing from the from the uh, the announcements just because we don't have that kind of time. But uh, we wanted to cover some of the things that are really important. So Microsoft um, actually had a really impressive press conference, at least at the time. I mean, it started out a little bit on the a little bit on the slow side, but they eventually dropped the bombshell that they are going to be. Uh, implementing backwards compatibility for the Xbox One, which is something that both they've said both was not possible. Um, it actually was in there, and then they removed it when they backtracked on everything else involving the uh, the DRM on <laughs> on the Xbox One after their disastrous E3 two years ago. Um, mm. And so they said it wasn't possible, and they also said that it was something that nobody wanted and nobody was going to use, and it wasn't worth spending right. time on. So. <laughs> yep. So so now they've basically backed, backtracked on just about everything that they that they announced with the Xbox One, including the fact that Connect is uh, is mandatory because the Connect was like persona non grata at this at this press conference. But uh, so it sounds like the way that they're implementing it is pretty cool. It doesn't. It sounds like they wrote an entire emulator on the Xbox One, and that there's nothing supposedly for the developers to do other than to give their okay, and then it just kind of works. Uh, if you have games that you downloaded, they'll just show up. And if you have games that are on a disc, then you still have to put the disc in the tray to prove that you have the game. But it will download a digital version and then run the digital version and and just use the the disc as validation. So I think Bree's the only one of us who owns an Xbox. So I guess the question I have is: an Xbox. Uh, you have an Xbox One? No. Oh, that's what I, I mean. Have an Xbox. You have an Xbox 360. <laughs> Do you have yeah. an original Xbox? I have an, yeah, no, no, I don't. I actually have originals <laughs> of almost everything, but no. <laughs> they don't live that long is the actual answer. <laughs> like at one time I had one, but not now. Yeah. Is this, I mean, this definitely gr- drew a lot of cheers from the crowd and a lot of uh, positive reactions on Twitter. I guess the question is, they said that it wasn't important. So clearly they think it is now. Uh, what difference does this make as far as, you know, the Xbox One's prospects? Well, I mean, I think it's definitely a good thing. And I think what a really important thing to note is, you know, the, the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One do not have a fundamentally different architecture. Every single Sony system that's ever come out has a fundamentally different architecture, which cannot be, you know, compiled in the same way. Like, I, I don't even want to get into the technical stuff with it. But the, the truth is, this is a much more doable task on the Xbox One than would be on, say, the PlayStation 4. So um, I, I think it's awesome. Um, I could say it's a really big deal for me because I do have a lot of Xbox 360 games I would like to play. And I find that, like, once a new generation comes, I really just 
just kind of stop playing the old one. I also realized Maddie was making a joke, but um, I think it's actually a very fair point that the Xbox 360 is kind of famously breaking every four seconds. So Yeah, I mean, like, that was a joke, but it was also not a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's not a joke. Yeah, like, I don't think my 360 is going to last that long. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess I'm Georgia. I'm going to ask you this question after each for each one of these because you have been uh, stubborn enough to hold out on the entire current generation. So right. is is this or anything from, from this from this from this press conference enough to get you to buy an Xbox One? Um, no, no, I'm not going to get an Xbox One from it. Okay. Uh, it, it increases. Boo. I think it increases its resale value. I think it's a very smart move for them. I think it was a ridiculous move for them not to do it in the first place. For me, it would be, you know, they would have to have a lot of games that I would get nowhere else uh, that I would really want to play. And that might make a change. But no, not in and of itself. So, so Maddie, what did what did you think? I, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. Do, do you have something? Do you want to yell at Georgia about that, Bree, or? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because I'm okay with yelling at Georgia for not buying a new console. So if you want to do that, go ahead. Hey, I almost bought a new console. Georgia. Georgia, you need to get a Wii U. If you don't, like, we are going to go Mean Girls on you. And I don't know what it's <laughs> going to be. Like, I we're going to think of something. Wait, 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 wait. Let me say something then. So I go, I, someone tweeted out that there's a sale at Best Buy for uh, Splatoon with the Wii U. Uh, for like two seventy five, so I'm like, eh, I'm gonna go check it out. So I go down to Best Buy, drag my little creature with me, and um, I go in, and it's like Canadian it's three three thirty, three hundred and thirty million dollars um, for the Xbox because it's Canadian uh, for the X, the <laughs> the Xbox with Splatoon. Uh, sorry, the Wii U with Splatoon, and I'm like, okay, great. But how many controllers are there? And they're like, none. There's like the one little tiny like game paddy looking creature. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. So I asked the guy at Best Buy. And I'm like, but is it backwards compatible with the controllers that I have for the Wii? Yeah. And yes. he's like, no. And he's an idiot. That guy's wrong. <laughs> he's completely I wrong. I know. <laughs> I found out that later when I went home. But I was like, <laughs> I would have bought it there. That uh. second, that moment. And so because of... You could have texted yeah. us. This is I why you keep us around. He works there and he was so sure of himself. And I look at the price of the controllers and in Canadian it's like 50 bucks a controller. And I'm like, kill me. That's a lot. And so I could have had a Wii U right now. I would have been playing Splatoon this entire time. And I don't have it because it wasn't backwards. Georgia, this story is so sad and so stupid. Don't trust anyone at Best Buy. That's what you have to learn from this. I could have told you that before you even went in. But that, okay. That's like the 11th commandment. There's like, there shall not kill and don't trust Best Buy. Like how many bad experiences I've had at brick and mortar right. gaming stores. Like not just Best Buy, every store. I hate them all now. Oh. I, I whatever whatever now I now I hate them with renewed force <laughs> I know I know listen yeah. we're gonna crowdfund this <laughs> if people want Georgia to buy a Wii U and they're interested in us crowdfunding this oh my god then oh. tweet an isometric show this is ridiculous Georgia this is uh. ridiculous I'm, I'm ready to Seriously. cry right now I tell you, Georgia, if you will be a therapist and will listen to my problems, I will give you $300. Like, I will do $300 of therapy with you today. Let's do it. Let's make this happen. 
and then after it, you're just going to be, why does a sheet? And you're going to never do therapy again. And then you won't have any time to do it. You'll have lots of time left over to play Splatoon. It'll be a win-win. Right, right. Right. It'll be great. Right. Uh. I was so angry. I was so angry. Oh, my God, Georgia. I'm, I'm like, crying for you on the inside I'm, right now. I'm legitimately angry. And then, and then, and then my husband was like, really? Are we going to get Splatoon for, like, because I was just going to buy it. I wasn't going to tell him. And bring it home, like you know, like a new pet, That's, like things yeah, you shouldn't that do. That would be yeah. really nice. Yeah. And then he was like, "Really, are we gonna play pay three thirty for one game?" And I'm like, "Well, this game is really good, and we can play." I'm like, now I'm trying like the the pleading like with the puppy. No, but the game is really good, and I like it, like everyone's gonna make it the game of the year, and then we can play it with all the family, and then it's like Halo, but it's not. It was and <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, well, we could just play Halo," and I'm like, "Yeah, but this is so much more fun and." Please. <laughs> and it's like, not for one game. There are at least three games on the Wii U by now. That can... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's okay. going to be three games that I'm going to like, though. This is this is getting very close to supplanting my worst Best Buy story, which is when they accused me of stealing because they forgot to take the plastic case off the off the game before they let me go out of the store. No, do they tackle you? We could do an entire podcast that's just about bad Best Buy experiences. <laughs> like, we don't even need to talk oh. about E3. I could see this topic going on for I was so angry. Hours. I wanted to go back to the guy and say, guess what? They are like, and I know he would be like, I, I said they were or something. Silly. Like, that was and so then angry. you like flip over a cardboard standy on him yeah, and you're like, yeah, you know, me. F you. and then, That's... and then you run out of the store. <laughs> this is what your, all of your Brazilian jujitsu training has been leading you up to. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Exactly mm-hmm. that. Uh, any, anyway, we should get back to talking Sorry. about, about, my apologies. About, I really about, did about news that actually happened. But, I was like, yeah. you guys know if I did, I went, I was like, everyone's going to be so excited. And then, yeah. Ugh. You, I, I, I would have been more angry though if I'd bought the stupid controllers. I'm so mad. I'm so. I would have. Okay. But At least then you could return them. That's true. And hopefully they wouldn't accuse you of stealing them. But, um. <laughs> so, <laughs> Matt, like this, Steve did it. Yeah, yeah, really. It's all my fault. Just blame it on me. And, and, you know. I'll, but then I can't bail you out. So you know, I don't know. That's true. That's true. That's why we have Brie and Maddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Maddie, what about Gears of War Four? Is there anything? Are you excited or is this? Um, okay, so uh, I don't know. I'm kind of excited that the re-release of Gears is going to be on the PC because that's something that would never have happened if Cliffy B still worked there. I mean, he famously hated that PC gamers pirated the first Gears of War, and so he never allowed any other Gears games to be on the PC. So I thought it was kind of interesting that they're they're putting out all of them on the PC, or, or so I've been told. Uh, but honestly, Gears of War Judgment disappointed me so much that um, I don't feel that excited for other Gears of War games at this point. I'm very uh, skeptical about them now because I've had my heart broken. Aww. So um, really? if it's good, that would be great. But I, I don't. Oh, I, uh, I don't but Marcus know. Phoenix looks so scowly. Well, I, I have like mixed feelings about like Cliffy B as a person, obviously, but for better or for worse, I feel like he understood what made Marcus Phoenix both great and hilarious and charming. And the fact that he's not there anymore means that the games just aren't the same. It's the only explanation I have for why Gears of War Judgment was bad, because I don't really know why it was so bad. The writing in it, I really didn't care for. I I don't agree with that, Maddie. I'm a I'm a huge game Gears of War fan too, and you know, People Can Fly is the studio that took over that game. It was an interstitial game. It was a completely new team, and I mean, I believe that they can bring it back to like. Do you remember how great Horde Mode was? I mean, I am super. I like for Horde this Mode, game. but I really like the story of the original three Gears games, and they stand alone. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm just saying if it's, I, like I said, if it's great, that's wonderful, but I'm not hopeful about it in the way that I might be about a different game. You know what I mean? Just because I was already recently disappointed. I'm reserving. No, I'm excited. I'm disappointed because I was excited about playing Gears with you. And like, oh, look, I'm going to buy it. I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) I'm going to buy it on the first day. She's upset, but only, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is this is like me getting upset with Nintendo. It lasts for like a week, and then you know it's all reunions and, and butterflies and and rainbows and kittens. Yeah, I mean, we'll see if that happens. I don't know. I was I really strongly dislike Gears of War Judgment, Steve. Like you, this was before the show existed, so I, I didn't <laughs> have a, a podcast event about really? it on. I know it was over a year ago. We've been doing this show for a year. We didn't celebrate our year anniversary. Thing. This guys. is our second E three show, actually. I well, know. George's I was first, thinking but... about that today. Okay. Okay, I'm getting distracted. So anyway, um, so I, I have like a lot of really intense feelings about Gears of War, and I really, really love the first three games. So Gears of War Judgment being a disappointment was a really big deal to me. And but I guess I'm just not sure if I'm ready to love again, you know? Oh. Anyway, so it's exactly yeah. like Steve's relationship with Nintendo. I was trying to say that it wasn't, but in speaking aloud, I now realize <laughs> that I have massive issues and I need to talk to Georgia about them <laughs> off the air. Let's uh, continue, shall we? Before before we move on to Sony, I just want to say I'm really like super excited about that rare collection that they're releasing. If for no other reason than it will let me, uh, uh, it will let me play Snake Rattle and Roll <laughs> and let me completely destroy my nostalgia for that game from the NES, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all we do on this show is destroy our nostalgia for yeah. previous franchises. <laughs> that is true. That's true. We do a lot of that. Uh, so, so let's move on to Sony. And Sony had to follow yes, that Microsoft. Yes. yes. That, okay, okay. Okay. Great. I've been waiting for this. Are okay. you excited, Bree? And so, pass the yes, football to Bree. Yes. So, so yes. They, yes. They, whoa. Okay. So, <laughs> so Sony decided that they would just mm. announce every game that they've been holding mm. back for like the last ten years. So they, they okay. I just have to mention the Last Guardian because there's no way that John Syracuse would let us get away without it. And then Final Fantasy VII remake. Go ahead, break. No, oh my god! It sounds oh my like god. it sounds like a dying animal. No, that's the Last Guardian. That's something else. Oh, I don't even care about Last Guardian. That's dumb. It's Final oh, Fantasy. Come on, you didn't break out like I almost broke out into tears watching that trailer. That was beautiful. I. I actually didn't watch it because I don't care. I oh only my care God. about Final Fantasy VII. So, yes. Uh-oh. Yes. We lost Maddie. I'm Sucks back. for her. She doesn't get to hear about Final I'm Fantasy. Back. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Oh, my God. It is like that trailer, I swear. Like, I was at my house and I'm watching it. And I'm just like, <gasps> <gasps> and then, like, it comes on and Cloud walks into the frame. And then I go, <gasps> And Frank is like, what are you, what the, what, what? And I'm like, you don't know, get out of here. You know, like, like it is, it brought back so many memories. And I'm really, really, really interested to see how they modernize this game. You know, when you go back and play Final Fantasy VII, um, it really does not hold up graphically. It doesn't. All the, the shading is Fong shading. The characters through most of the game are made with, like, 
I'm not even joking, like 200 poly, maybe. Um, you know, it's a very, very simple game on pre-rendered backgrounds. It does have a really good story, a really good battle system, and really good music. So um, I'm really, really excited to see them come back and, and redo this story. Because, like, Sephiroth, I mean, it is a really, really intense story about not being able to accept yourself and revenge and hatred and... Um, I mean, it's a really good story. So this is like my brain is just blown. And I think it speaks to my professionalism that came onto the show today instead of just refreshing the Square Enix website, waiting for more news to come out. So I'm touched, Bree. I'm touched. Do you think they're going to leave in all the really weird side quests? Like all of the side quests? I mean, they gave, they put out a picture today of, uh, you know, Cloud from the, you know, the famous uh, cross-dressing scene in there. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, Cloud is looking great. I mean, I'm like, keep it in, like, keep it all in. You got, oh, you got to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's part of it. So, I don't know. I'm super psyched about it. So is the entire internet. Where's the joy? Where's your joy, Maddie Myers? It's Come it's on. never been my favorite Final Fantasy. I oh. I'm sorry, but my opinion has been clouded by too many obnoxious cloud cosplayers over the years. The worst cosplay oh. boys cosplay cloud. Oh. The most arrogant, the most arrogant real life Bishonen boys cosplay cloud, and only them. <laughs> oh. Uh, Maddie, I'm, I'm sorry, Georgia, have you accepted Cloud Strife into your heart as your lord and savior? I, I actually, I love Cloud Sword. I think it's sick. So I would, I would totally oh, be all cool. over a Cloud cosplay. I don't mean it like that. I meant like I would love that. Anyways, forget <laughs> Um But uh, my worry is that they're going to wreck the story. I just think they, I don't know. You really think they'll change it? I, I think they won't change a darn thing. I really doubt they would. I I never know when when people are whenever there's something that I'm I feel strongly about and there's a remake. Mm. I'm like I don't know. Can you capture the magic twice? Well, they've done other they've done other Final Fantasy remakes. Admittedly, not on this scale per se, but I was pretty happy about like the FF10 remake that came out that we talked about on this show like a year ago, and like obviously that came graphically there wasn't as much to change or update it was a different type of remake but that was more of a remaster wasn't it than it's real i mean they're actually like redoing this from the ground up right as opposed to just like taking the game like they did with with final fantasy 10 and with kingdom hearts that's why it's hard to like think of a direct comparison because i don't think there is a an example i can think of where they have remade something that came out that long ago but i feel like if they changed the story i just i don't know i can't even imagine them doing that that would be I mean, they didn't take out Titus's laugh in FF10, and they really could have. So <laughs> it seems like they're willing to keep stuff, even if it's really weird. So, so in, to celebrate this game coming out, I do have some Final Fantasy VII trivia for oh, the no. for the entire isometric team. Oh, good. So, really, I hate doing. Okay. Oh, oh good. I was hoping God. that you were going right. to ask me trivia trivia questions about a game that I haven't played. Yes. So I was really excited about. This. I hate trivia. How do you All not right. know that? Well, Steve, if you haven't played it, that is a moral failing, and you need to get on it immediately. Okay, I want to point something out. Hang on, hang on. I want to point something out, because I went on a plane a few months ago, and I said, which Final Fantasy should I play, six or seven, because I didn't have a PlayStation, and I didn't have a Super Nintendo, and which one should I play, and you told me to play six. 
So I did exactly. And did you finish? Six? Well, did well, you finish? Six? No, but I played it on the plane. Okay. <laughs> well, you should and to be like these are both really important games oh, historically, and I mean, I think I think it's for gaming literacy. I think most people should play both of these games. So, so wait, wait, wait. Can I ask Maddie why do you think that I? Why would you think I would like trivia? Because you're constantly asking us trivia <laughs> questions. Oh yeah, well yeah, I don't like myself. <laughs> That's the, yeah. She's asking us questions so she doesn't have to answer them herself. That yeah, I'm true. now right. realizing that. I am now finally <laughs> understanding why Name That Game exists and why Georgia hosts it. I like I like naming like songs and pictures, but no, nothing much more. Okay. Hey, maybe this is going to be a songs and pictures game. We right, don't know. right, because that's good over Skype. Go for it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to switch to my easy questions that I have here. So actually, we'll, we'll try easy because I'm not sensing you know I'm a lot of Final Fantasy. How many Final Fantasies came Are... before Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> That's Nine. actually a difficult question. Yeah. Um, okay, so what is Tifa's last name? Lockhart. Okay, good. Maddie's in the lead. What is Sid's last name? Oh, shoot. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I know. Not without Which, the help of Google. Is, um, I'm, be- I'm playing honestly. What did you it? say, Georgia? What did you say? High wind? Yep, that's it. Are you cheating? Are you Googling? I would never cheat. Why would I cheat? <laughs> okay. I would be, hor- okay. I would be a horrible okay. Georgia is a paragon cheated. of honesty, Brie. Yes. Never <laughs> cheat. <laughs> all right, all right. What is the most powerful summon in Final Fantasy VII? Uh, One second, uh, I'm typing. Uh, <laughs> It probably has know. a G at the end of it. Nope. Okay. Well, I tried. Um, None of us know. And now it's been too long and we've all Googled it. Knights of Round. It. I don't know. That's it? Yep. Did you Google that? Yeah, you're totally this cheating. Is you're totally I was going to say Georgia. Phoenix, but then I thought it's prettier, but that doesn't count. She didn't ask prettier. Hmm. <laughs> too subjective. <laughs> <laughs> what is power, truly? <laughs> Should you romance Tifa or Eris? That is a that is an important <laughs> trivia question. I think it really says a lot about you, depending on who you choose. I do. Tifa, I really do. Tifa, clearly, I, I agree. I, I agree. I, I don't like Eris. I, I think I'm she pro sucks. Tifa. I'm pro Tifa. Yeah, I, I was very relieved when I found that. out that Zach romanced Tifa. I was like, I I think it's I think that's good. I think we can stay together. Is that is that one of those like <laughs> speed dating questions that? It should asking. be. Yeah. It freaking should be. That should be the only question. <laughs> just kidding. Eris, you're great. I'm just not an Eris. I think we all know that. I don't know. I'm really, and I'm not even being sarcastic or attitudelicious here. Um, I'm really worried about, you know, Eris's death in 1080p and like high res graphics. Because um, mm-hmm. that, that was really traumatic with like, 20 polygons. So when- No, I know. And it's like, how graphic are they going to make it? And like, what are they going to... Because if you really animate that, then that is not uh, PG rated, you know? Nope. Nope. I don't know. Okay, one last thing. What is the thing the Sephiris summons to destroy the Earth? A beautiful hairstyle. Nope. Chun Li's poorly animated boobs? <laughs> no. <laughs> A let me the way I'm typing summons that start oh, with an you're H. You're cheating. You're cheating. You're disqualified <laughs> today. Summons. Wait, wait, wait. I missed up. Wait, summons. I've just leaned into my ignorance. I'm not even trying to to Google with this stuff. I'm just leaning into H. my ignorance. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's see. Hmm. 
Oh boy, there's okay. Wait, Austin Pfeffer. Yeah, it's his own name backwards. You would never expect that. Okay, anyway, so now that we've all lost, or Georgia and I tied, I guess. No, Can Georgia we... cheated, so yeah. you won. Georgia you won cheated, you, you, so you've I won. won. You've won by disqualification. I'm so, I'm so hurt that you would think that of me. I'm so hurt. <laughs> it's all that time you've been spending with orcs, Georgia, is really what it comes down yeah, to. Okay. I think they've had a bad influence on you. Can we talk about this World of Final Fantasy game for just a second, though? Because Really? Okay. Yeah, well, because they're actually going to make a game in the Final Fantasy universe intended for parents to play with their kids and, and introduce kids into the Final Fantasy world. And, and I didn't really get it when I was watching the video, but when I, when I read the article with the producer, I was actually really impressed with you know, him thinking along those lines. I, and it's almost like, you know, for someone like me, like I'm looking for games to play with my kids, and I'm looking at that at that trailer and that would absolutely appeal to my girls you know i mean with the kind of the chibi the chibi animation look and a lot of like the cute the cute characters and it's a way for them to start getting into that world without having to worry about you know game of thrones style deaths happening or you know all the mature stuff that happens in a final fantasy game and then as they kind of grow into it then i can start playing those other games and share those things and we can kind of you know experience them together but i it's so rare to hear a producer say i am making this game because a lot of our fans have kind of grown up and they're having kids of their own and i want to make a game that they can play with their kids and bring them into this world and i thought that that was really awesome anyway i just wanted to say that i don't we don't have to have a discussion about it i I was really impressed by that so brie obviously you don't have any any interest in the last guardian did can i admit something can i have a gamer confession here with isometric (laughs) um i have never played eco i've never played last guardian i've never played any of these games when people talk about them i have no idea what they're talking about i don't know what makes them good i watched the trailer and maybe i'm just missing something but the the truth is i have no information about this subject yeah I mean, I thought I felt like there was like an emotional connection between the kid and the the dog bird beast thing that that kind of just grabbed me. And I don't know why it did, because I went into it. I'm in the same way. Like I've played a little bit of eco, but it's never grabbed me. I tried playing Shadow of the Colossus and I failed miserably at it. Like I've never gotten past the first Colossus. So I'm, I don't have a lot of context for this either. But something about watching that interplay between the boy and the the beast kind of like emotionally hit me in a way that I really didn't expect it to. I, and I can't even really explain what that is, but it just kind of like on a deep level, it really hit me and it made me interested in the game in a way that I really haven't been up to now. I haven't played it either, so I really don't know anything <clears throat> about the mythos, though I want, it makes me want to play yeah. it and try it out. Maybe we should all like do a book club thing where we play Eco and then talk about it one week. I like that idea. It's like a, it's like a video uh, game. King is the only person who has played any yeah. of it. I don't know that that would go as well as you think <laughs> it would, but it might be interesting to hear what uh, Majority Women podcast thinks of noted game Eco. I'm intrigued. Spoilers: We might not like it very I, much. I, I would. I even if it's a bad game, I think it's interesting for us to try and talk about. <laughs> Uh, it's not that it's a bad game, is but there, I, is it bad representation of women? I mean, I know it's that, that there are little things like I would, I would, yes. Like the way that she is animated as being forcibly dragged everywhere is something what? that I think would really? be, feel very uncomfortable to really? play to modern eyes. No. 
No. Okay. No. Like, just no. watch a video of a playthrough and look at her animations and, like, her visible discomfort. And it's very difficult. I have known a lot of women who have been, like, I found Ico hard to play. Really? Wow. Like, yeah. because it is just, you can't help, I can't help but empathize with the female character who is not who you're playing as. It's very weird. It's, it's, it's a weird experience. Yeah, anyway. it's, it's funny. <laughs> I've never really thought about it that way. I mean, I played a little bit of it, but it, and that's the kind of thing that wouldn't occur to me until hearing Steve, you describe it. And then you will be shocked to learn that you are like the billionth man who said I'm that sure exact sentence to me about <laughs> this exact game. Yeah, I know. I, and I, and it's the kind of thing that I would, I, I played it before. I played it, tried playing it like two years ago, and that wouldn't have occurred to me then. I wonder if it would have occurred to me now. Without I think you it said might it now. I think it might now. It probably but, um, would now. I, I don't think it did then because I've just been kind of. Well, it's one of those games that's described as like one of the greatest games ever by like every guy you know. So I just feel like I should issue a blanket warning out to our women listeners if they play it and they're really uncomfortable. Okay. This is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Is it bad? Are you watching videos of it, Brie? Are you? I've yeah. This is completely unacceptable. It's just, I mean, it's it's very beautiful. It's very beautiful animation, but like... Oh, the, this is terrible. This the is implication good. of the entire game is very tough. I see. I see. Oh. Anyway, anyway, I really wasn't expecting you to go down that route. Yeah, we, we but... can save that for another time then. <laughs> anyway. I'm never um, going to... Ex- every time I suggest a game, it's, it ends poorly, so I'm just going to stop Steve, doing that. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but I, I just uh, feel like, you know, sometimes these things... This is an important theme of E3. Sometimes things that we were nostalgic about don't hold up that well. Like sometimes it turns out they're kind of sexist or bad or like whatever else or really white or whatever the other problems are with old games. And that's why it's good to have new games. Uh, or new old games. I, I so Should we talk about the Shenmue 3 thing real quick? And then because I felt this really yes. weird. No, not really quickly. Not really okay. quickly. Okay. Then no. let's then let's talk about that. Very- because okay. I found I found this whole Shenmue thing, three thing really really weird and and probably in a way that's very different than the way you see it, Brie. But um, so they had Yu Suzuki come up on stage and they announced a Kickstarter for Shenmue three, and I think I believe he was asking two million dollars in the Kickstarter and that got funded yep. like immediately. He crashed Kickstarter. Uh, that it didn't even go like a day before it was completely funded. And they're not actually, this was the announcement of the Kickstarter. It wasn't even like one of these games where they were from a Kickstarter and they're coming to PS4. Like this was the announcement of the Kickstarter that they had him come up front stage for. And then there's been a lot of discussion in the, in the subsequent days about what Sony's involvement is. Um, you know, are they co-developing it with him? It sounds like they are. Um, and then kind of some questions about what, you know, how, this feels i mean i'm again we had this conversation with bloodstain and, and again my my reaction is always you know a developer should do whatever he needs to do to to get his game done but or, or, she, or, she, or she or she or sorry she. sorry <laughs> oh boy in in, in you suzuki he's a he so i'm saying he but he or she um but you know at the same time like i kind of feel a little bit gross about a huge company like sony going to kickstarter to get this game made knowing that they're they're kicking in development so i i don't know i mean obviously i'm sure brie you, you feel differently than i do i just kind of got no, a I, I don't know why this. we're leaping straight to the controversy and not talking about the game okay so let's talk about the game like, first go on. ahead like, let's let's talk about the game for a second we can talk like, about Shenmue the game first go ahead is a beautiful extremely important game that was made for what 94 million dollars in the dreamcast era and it basically it gave you a sandbox game um you know it's arguable that qte is first originated with this game 
Um, you know, it, it was a really, really interesting game that actually doesn't hold up super well. But, you know, it, there were all these tricks where, like, if your Dreamcast was set to December 25th, you would see Santa wandering around the town. It was fully voice acted, it was animated, it was really trying to do a good story. So, you know, historically, this is an extremely important game even though it didn't sell all that well. Um, I've actually never played Shenmue 2 because I've never owned an Xbox, and they haven't ported it over to anything as far as I can tell. So I, I think it's worth saying that, like, looking at the work we do at Giant Space Cat, I just want to take a nod and acknowledge how much Shenmue, like, paved the way for that for us to do really cinematic games um uh as far as the kickstarter yeah just go listen to the the bloodstained episode because everything still applies (laughs) like it's a gimmick you know again the original shenmue on dreamcast cost 94 million dollars game budgets have exploded since then so how much can you do for two million dollars i truly have no idea so um you know i hope it goes well yeah, I guess the only thing that really kind of bothers me is that the, the first of all, Bloodstain was upfront about it, and they said, "Look, we have external funding," and and this this announcement made it seem as though they were just bringing him up, and he was going to be doing it entirely through the Kickstarter, and you know that's clearly not the case. But it's also that the other reason that they were doing the Kickstarter presumably was to gauge interest, and I kind of it doesn't hold as much water when you're taking time out of your your really carefully scripted E3 press conference to announce a Kickstarter. And that just doesn't seem like if you, if you're willing to do that, if you're willing to bring a game up on stage in an important E3 where Sony has been losing a lot of ground to Microsoft, I feel like you already know what the interest is. So, you know, I, I don't know. It just kind of felt odd to me and and it kind of soured. I mean, I've never been a big Shenmue fan myself. Like I've played it. I, um, I mean, I appreciate it for what it was. It's one of those games that I appreciate but didn't like, if that makes sense. Um, but it just kind of felt weird, you know, the way that they that they handled it. Kind of put a, a damper on it for me a little bit. No, oh, hold on for that. I've I've got I've got to call you on this. So what what you are a consumer, Steve? Sure. I mean, what makes you feel weird? Is it their business practices? Is it making like somehow the production pipeline doesn't make you feel respected as a consumer? Like what feels weird about that to you? Cause I mean, the truth is this is just a different fraction of the way money is allocated to get a game developed. I don't know. I, I, guess, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I guess I, it's kind of the juxtaposition between showing something like the last guardian that's been in production for almost a decade and then coming out and asking people to give their money for a game that may, you know, it's, it's unknown how long it's going to be. And, and, you know, and it just treating it more like, again, like a pre-order knowing that they're probably, they're almost definitely going to make it. Um, I mean, I guess asking the consumers to kick in some ahead of time, if they were saying that, that they want to make, they will have a certain amount of money and they want to make the game better, then that would be one thing. And I, and I could understand that when they're saying that they want to gauge interest, it just, it feels like they're already not being upfront with, with the the people who they're asking for money and with all the problems that there are with Kickstarter, I feel like being upfront and honest is really important because you're putting your trust in these people to do what they're saying they're going to do, if that makes sense. I, I feel like that's not a fair, uh, I, I, with all respect, I feel like that's maybe not the fairest attitude because Shenmue 2 famously did not do super well. And even though Shenmue 1 is very well respected, it also didn't make a lot of money. So 
Um, I actually think this is a perfect kick case uh, case for Kickstarter to you know gauge audience interest and you know, take it from there. So I don't know. Um, uh, no, I, just because I read some interviews where they're talking about you know all that the all that the surveys that they've done and they've been asking people what games do they want to see and that this has been like consistently on the top of their lists for a really long time and that they've heard a lot of that interest and it just kind of felt like you know that the interest is there. Uh, yeah, it's a big, it's a big investment, but you also know that that's there. And it kind of, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you would expect a ginormous company like Sony to, to have to go to. It feels like it's just not in the spirit of, of a ginormous what, company like Sony. Like they're limping along. They're financially they're kind of screwed along, right but now. I think that what it comes yeah. down to is that it's, they're like, for me, it's like the spirit of what is Kickstarter for me. Like, and again, everyone has a right to stick their money wherever they think that it is. But it's the same thing with Etsy and, and other or Etsy. I don't know what you pronounce in the States. But um, other websites that started off as being something to help, you know, indie people that are starting out, people that actually don't have any other means of funding. And it seems like then big companies come along and scoop up all the funding because, Again, things that we know are more profitable or we are more popular, there's a much easier time for them to get the funding to that. I guess the good part is that people have a choice what they're going to put their money to, but it does seem a little bit outside of the thought of what Kickstarter is. And again, Kickstarter doesn't have any rules to that, and you can spend your money on whatever you like. But yeah, it does upset me when a big company that could find funding somewhere else uses an excuse of saying that this is to gauge user interest where they have websites that they could just ask people to comment if they would buy it or not. But they, they're not doing it for that. They're doing it for an extra set of funds. And the sadness to me is, one, is it sours my mood towards Kickstarter. Truly it does. And the second thing is that people that have a limited amount of income and that would support a Kickstarter would support that instead of an indie game that might seriously need it because games take, now we know, that games take an infinite amount of money and so, yeah, it makes me a little bit like, really, you have to go to Kickstarter, please. And yeah, you know, Sony's hemorrhaging, but Sony's going to be just fine. You know, we talk about what it takes to make a game, and all that people are going to hear is how much the Kickstarter raised, but they're not going to hear how much the game actually costs to make. So the next time that somebody's making a game, it's devaluing the rest of the Kickstarters that are truly from companies that don't have any anyone waiting in the wings, and it's going to make it harder for them. And, and I want to see some more of those interesting games get made, too. So, I don't know. I, I guess, and this will be the last I say on it, I feel like this is a game that truly, I think you're overestimating the amount of corporate support they could get for this. And you know, just to, to hammer these points again, Shenmue won the most expensive game ever made at the time, didn't do super well. Shenmue 2, commercial failure. And, you know, like... I see them having a lot of trouble getting that game made. So I, 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 I guess I find it not offensive at all, but that's yeah. just me. Like I wouldn't have had any problem if he, it, you know, if he was going to Kickstarter to do it. I, it's the problem is not with him going to Kickstarter. The problem is, you know, feeling like Sony already wants to do it. And, but they're going to Kickstarter. It's not Yu Suzuki going to Kickstarter. It's Sony going to Kickstarter. That's, that's where the kind of the disconnect is with me. If that okay. makes sense, sure. Anyway, so we've any anything else that anyone wants to talk about from the, the Sony thing, or should we move on to uh, Nintendo's interesting week? I have the thought. I have about twenty more things to say about Final Fantasy. No, I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, oh, that Firewatch trailer looked really cool, though. 
I'll, I'll just yeah, say that. I hope yeah. that game comes out good. I really do too. That looks really awesome. Um, so Nintendo had uh, an interesting week. Uh, they <laughs> they well they started out really well on Sunday because they had the the Nintendo World Championships, which I was completely like dead set against. And they really turned it around. First of all, they had the, the Super Smash Brothers announcements where they, they brought Ryu into the game, which yeah. was really well received. Um, it's pronounced Ryu. Oh, is it Ryu? I'm sorry. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just messing up all over the place today. After he said that, I went, oh, my God, it's another I've word. Been pl- I've been pronouncing it that I, way for 20 years. I go, and of course you me. have. You also say Mario. It's fine, Steve. <laughs> it's okay. I shouldn't I have even was, corrected you. Anyway. I thought it was another game that I pronounced Canadian all wrong. And I'm like, I feel just no, so much better. No, 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 I'm no, so no. Steve, it's a Steve pronunciation. Let's I have just my clarify. own accent. He really does. You can, like, hear the names of Street Fighter characters announced by the actual announcer. Like, you can really find out how their names are pronounced if you yeah. want to. But anyway. Anyway. But I don't care about those those kinds <laughs> of, of details. Of course. Of course. Um, so, so they brought Ryu into the into Smash Brothers, which was really well received. And then they had they, – they announced at the beginning of the Nintendo World Championships that they were bringing uh, Mother 1 – uh, out for the virtual console with an English translation, which for the first time, which is something that people have been asking for, like as long as that game has been out for like the last 25 years or so. So, and then the Nintendo world championships, I don't know if any of you got to, got a chance to watch the end of it, but a little bit, yeah. the Mario maker, uh, segment yeah. at the end. Oh, that was awesome. was amazing. And, and I've had no interest in Super Mario Maker, and they brought they had the Treehouse team put together these four levels and had the two finalists go through them, and these were the most sadistic Mario levels I've ever seen in my life. There was one door, the guy opens a door, and there's just three brow, three Bowsers converging on him as soon as he opens the door, and then he, he backs out. And just, like, crazy, crazy levels that I, having played a lot of Mario, I can appreciate the amount of skill that's involved, and just, I couldn't believe the things that I was seeing. So that was really fantastic. And then these these announcements happen on Monday from Sony and Microsoft, and Nintendo comes out with Muppets. <laughs> and they were actually Muppets. They got Jim, Hen- Jim Henson Company to make really? them. Really? Oh, now I'm much more impressed. I like Muppets. Um, so, and they announced the new Star Fox, which looks pretty good, though I've heard some mixed things about the control scheme. So they announced this Metroid game that, uh, a lot of people are not super happy about. And because it's not a new Metroid game that people are expecting, it's more like Metroid Prime Hunters. Oh, no. And mm-hmm. uh, that did not go over well on the internet. There's apparently, it's gone so far that there's a petition on change.org to get the game canceled before it comes out, which. What? Yeah, it has almost 10,000 signatures. Do you guys think President Obama is going to talk <laughs> about it? I mean, that's what change.org is for, right? Like, I I really hope Obama weighs in on Metroid. Like, finally, he's been so silent on this issue for so long. I'm like, I just want to hear, just want to hear what he thinks, you know? Yeah, it's I I I couldn't believe that when I saw it, and and the video has like a, an overwhelming number of dislikes. I mean, the the overall uh, presentation was not received very well, and it just seems like they're in a transition year to new hardware. They really didn't have anything else major other than, I mean, they did have the new Zelda game, which looks interesting. The, the new Zelda four swords type game, not a real Zelda game. Cause they didn't show Zelda for Wii U either. Um, but they, they have the Zelda Triforce. Oh, I forget what the name of it is now, but it looks like a fun, a fun little game. But, uh, so Maddie with, as our, uh, senior Metroid correspondent, <laughs> oh, can no. you, can you please explain? You know, I don't know. 
know. Explain I all mean, this anger. People really wanted me to be mad about this, and I'm really not. And I'm sorry to disappoint everyone. Everybody really wanted me to be mad. I, you know, if I was going to get mad about a Metroid game, it wouldn't be this one. It would be Other M. And there are still people who tell me every day that I should really give Other M another chance. And, like... Even now, like I, I mentioned it when I was talking about this other Metroid game that people are very angry about. I made some comments about Other M and people sent me troll tweets about Other M for like 24 hours after oh that. God. And it really, really bothered me. So obviously gamers <laughs> have some issues that they need to work out. But um, that aside, like I I really see this change.org petition as just entitled BS. And I feel like like I love Samus as much as the next person. Like I've read the mangas. I've read all the extended universe comics. I've played the games. Like I know all the different interpretations of Samus. Different writers have interpreted her differently. There is not a consistent interpretation of Samus's character. That's okay. It's fine. It's like how there isn't a consistent interpretation of Batman. Um, the fact that she's not in this game, like that's okay with me, honestly. There have been versions of Samus that I really haven't liked. So putting Samus in a game isn't a guarantee that we're going to like it. And by that same token, I think that not putting her in a game that still takes place in the Metroid universe doesn't mean we're all going to hate it. Like, I, I just feel like we can't possibly know enough about this game yet to make that judgment. And like, yeah, it looks like a really fun silly game but i have enjoyed you know mario party i've enjoyed metroid prime pinball that's like one of my favorite metroid games ever like i i just feel like the anger at this game is indicative of a bigger entitlement problem that we have talked about on this show a lot and i've found it really embarrassing to see from people who are supposedly metroid fans who also don't really seem to know that much about like characterizations of Samus or really care about it or like really care about Samus as a character and that are instead mad about something that doesn't really matter. So yeah, that's what I think. Wow. That makes <laughs> that really awkward, Maddie. Cause like I started this petition. And... Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you were just hoping that like, I would think I was, cool. I want to start a petition to get another Metroid prime pinball is what I want to do. That but, would no. be delightful. I... Okay. I'm going to put away the pen and I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you guys about it after. Okay. Just draw a panda on the petition. Yeah. And we'll sign you should go oh. door to door and yeah. like try to garner signatures. I mean, like maybe the Metroid game will be really bad, but you know what? It won't be the first Metroid game that we felt that way about, you know, like that's okay. I, I think it's cool that they're trying something different. And I've always wanted to see other information about the Galactic Federation and like the rest of the Metroid universe. And I think it would be really cool to see some other games that take place in that world and just hear some other writers interpretations of, of what that might look like, even if it's just a silly sports game. I'm still yeah, up for it. I don't know. I, I think Ma Metroid without Samus is just sad. That, that is, it is, that is but my like opinion. we don't like, know really? whether or not the characters nah. will still be women. Ugh. There are lots of other cool bounty hunters who we meet in the Prime series, and Samus fights None alongside of which them. I want to know more about. That's really? just my feeling. Well, yeah, really. that's where really? we differ. I mean, I love Samus, but I would love to like learn about the other bounty hunters, nah, and like less. I'd love to learn more about the Chozo. <laughs> although I don't think we're going to get that game anytime soon. It'd be really cool. And, like, maybe there will be other, like, women characters that you can play as. I don't know. 
I, I can I say I completely agree with you, Maddie, on every bit of this. And, you know, like, I have to be honest, I'm just happy to see Samus in any way, shape, or form. So, even if that way, shape, or form is not Samus. You know, they might still add her in. Like, it's entirely possible that Nintendo will look at this response and be like, we need to include Samus in this game because people really want her to be there. So we're going to find some way to include her. Then my petition was worthwhile. No, that's true. And and maybe that's possible. Or maybe the game takes place during a timeline where Samus wasn't part of the Federation yet. I mean, we literally don't know. Like, we yeah. can't even it answer this question. It was a 50-second trailer that the internet freaked out about. I know. Like, we don't know whether, like, maybe Samus is still 14 years old and she's training with the Chozo during the time period that this game exists, you know? Like, we don't know where she is. So maybe she's busy. I don't know. I'm willing to see what happens. Yeah. So let me ask this question because, I mean, we just had them release a brand new IP. That has been, by all reports, has been very successful. And knowing that this is very different than what people expect from a Metroid game, would they have been better off just, you know, releasing the same game but making a new IP out of it, perhaps, instead of saying that it's a Metroid game, even though it's it's different than what people are expecting from a Metroid game, and knowing that there's, you know, a lot of anticipation built up for a new quote unquote real Metroid game. Uh, you know, from because we haven't had one. Even if you even if you count other M, it's like what two thousand nine that the last one two thousand eight two thousand nine the last one came out. And if you don't count that, like Metroid Prime three came out in two thousand seven. So would they have been better off just like leaving the Metroid franchise out of it and just creating a new like franchise out of it? This is like an impossible question though, because I I think the implication of your question is that like. Okay, so you could never ask this same question about Mario, right? Right. Because you would never look at like a Mario tennis game or or Mario Kart and be like, this completely isn't the same genre (laughs) as Super Mario. How could they possibly put this out? They may as well call this Mario Kart game another IP, which they could have, have right? Mario in it. But it but then it imagine yes, it's true. Mario's in it. But like leave that aside for the moment. Um this game still has like mech suits and like all the trappings of the Metroid universe. Like that's all part of this game. So they want to make a game with this same tech and these same types of power-ups, but they don't want to have Samus in it. Fine, whatever. Let's table that argument. I still feel like the fact that games like Metroid Prime Pinball exist mean that they're already willing to do a game within the Metroid universe that's like very goofy and has a completely different feel to it. And people just expect Metroid to be this very gritty solo experience because they probably haven't played all the Metroid games and they don't know that there are very different types of games within the Metroid franchise. Like there's Hunters, which you mentioned at the top of this conversation, and then there's 2D Metroid and there's 3D Metroid and obviously there's Pinball. That That's it though. That's Those are all the Metroid games that I just listed. And like... Other M came out and it was this you very atmospheric. Metroid dating simulator. Man. <laughs> I wish that was that was, uh, that was a real classic. Yeah, you yeah. finally get to break up with Adam and tell him off. That's the entire game. Yeah, and then you have a, a tryst with uh, with Ridley. It's kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just like a bunch of Metroids hanging out, dating each yeah. other. Uh, so, and Samus isn't in it. It's very controversial. So, um, it, my point is, there aren't that many Metroid games, so it's kind of hard to like definitively say what a Metroid game is. And it's kind of seems like everybody has a different idea of what they would want it to be. 
Like I've heard from people who really want the next Prime game to come out, but I also heard from a lot of people who were like, I want 2D Metroid to come back. Some people yeah. think 2D Metroid is the only Metroid that's the real Metroid. You know what that's I mean? Stupid. And to me, it's only pinball. I only <laughs> care about Metroid Prime pinball. You, you know what I'm saying though, right? Like what we don't friggin' know what the definitive Metroid is because there are only a few Metroid games and they're spanning across different genres. So I actually think it's kind of cool that they're coming up with another type of Metroid game that takes place in the same universe because it's a universe that I happen to like a lot with like lots of different types of powers that you can use and cool mechanics that we've seen in other games with like turning into a ball, shooting the ice beam, all that cool stuff. I think it could be a cool game. I don't know. Um, well, I, I heard that the reason that they, they couldn't have Samus was that they couldn't afford the breast physics. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took so much money for them to do that in Other M with all those sweet zero-suit somersaults she does. She's so. very hard to animate. She's so tricky. It's that Chozo DNA. It's really hard to figure that out. Now, Brie, aren't you happy you let me go first? <laughs> I am very happy. Any talk about boob physics just really... It just, I know it's that's your thing now. I know that's yeah. your thing. I'm going to turn that into my Twitter bio. Boob physics? Brie, can you please expert. put that yeah. on a CV? <laughs> I want to see it. Boob <laughs> physicist? <laughs> yes. Masters I in. Am. I was called in by CBC for Radio One or whatever you call it to like talk about boobs tonight. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's like something. radio only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. I'm a winner. Is what I'm trying to say. It's like, great. When you've made it in Canada. That's, you've made you it have made everywhere. it. There's nothing better. <laughs> I hear on the radio. That's my friend. That's the one talking about the chest the entire time. That's, that's right. That's me. That's me. I don't know. I think that's, I, I just want to back you up. That's really well said. These are standards you would never hold a lot of male franchises to. And, you know, it's, it, I think it's frankly, it's about uh, some double standards to a certain extent. Like, you know, it's because like games that star women are so rare that like we get, uh, it just gets pulled in 10 million different directions. And Mm -hmm. I just want to see the Metroid universe expanded. Like, I think it's really interesting. And I, I do have to say, I think the characterization of the Galactic Federation has been relatively shallow, um, throughout all the Metroid, you know, fiction I've seen. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I think yeah. it's nice that people are attached to a female character and want her to be there. I think that that's something to say. I think that's cool. And I am here for the people who do wish that Samus were in the game. For those I that want to support Samus, they should just watch Maddie's cosplay. They should. They should watch that's Samus it. and Sagat. They that's really it. should. But also, like, it's cool if you really want Samus to be in the game. Like, I'm here for you if you want to... <laughs> petition that however (laughs) however and i want to make this super clear if i haven't already please don't give me any crap about how the type and the genre of this game is not serious enough for you because i i just i just think that's bunk and like i really love metroid prime pinball that's not a joke i'm not being ironic here i think that game's great it's really fun and it's really unserious and goofy and great and like I just don't want Samus to be a character who gets locked in to this gritty, lonely, traumatized woman character role. I would love to see Samus continue to appear in a variety of other types of games, such as Smash Bros, which is equally goofy, and I love those games, and Pinball. So, yeah. 
the end. Do you hear that, isometric listeners? Do you hear that? Don't dare. Also, don't Twitter tweet at me and, and tell me you crap. liked other don't M. Dare. I don't care. She doesn't want to hear it. And if you tell her that on Twitter, I will make it my mission in life to hunt you down. <laughs> wow. Meanwhile, I will oh, just you mute like you. Brie when she's angry. <laughs> yeah, and you know Brie means it, too. I mean, that's she the, does that's the scary it. thing. No, no, she, she does really does mean it. it. Trust me. Just don't. And I guess the only the other the only other thing is that if you really are complaining that you haven't gotten a new t, new two D Metroid and you haven't played Axiom Verge, then go away. Yeah, seriously, just like Axiom play Verge some sucks. other stuff. Oh, stop! Oh no! Save it for the Goatee Show. Uh, <laughs> sucks. Oh my god! Yeah, okay, play sucks. it for a few more hours and then we'll then then your your oh. mind will change. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't get past his '90s hairstyle. So oh, okay, yeah, okay, wow. yeah. Yeah. It, maybe that maybe if it was uh maybe if it wasn't so pixelated then you would like it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe if it didn't like rip off a game that was better, I would like it oh, better. Oh. Dang. Oh. Okay, um uh, how what level are you at Destiny right now by the way? <laughs> I'm at level 32. Yeah, okay. All right. So there mm-hmm, we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I rest my case. Um, about we all have excellent taste in video games here on Isometric. No, I'm saying that if she, ha- if, you know, every time that Brie is like adamant about a game like this, and then and then she starts playing it for for a couple more hours, and and then it's the best thing since sliced bread. Okay, okay. Imagine me proverbially standing between the two of you, arms outstretched. <laughs> let us, let us, okay. let us all Maddie, breathe. If your arms are outstretched, holding us apart, my legs are so long. No, I know. So <laughs> I might be able to like. Hold Steve back, but yeah. you, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd yeah. still be in trouble. It, it wouldn't matter. Uh, really quickly, so Georgia, is is Star Fox enough to get you to go back to Best Buy and, and get a Wii U finally? I had a bad experience, Steve. <laughs> you traumatized <laughs> don't bring now? That up. Don't bring that up. Slightly. Um, if, if there's a good Star Fox and then with Splatoon, yeah, I would do it. I would do it. Because I, I know that you and, you and Fox have a longstanding relationship and, you know. Andros's enemy is my enemy. Yeah. Wow. That could be our new, uh, that could be our new our new uh, our new closer. It would be more like Andros's enemy is my enemy. But you know. No. No. no yeah. That, yeah. I liked I liked that like First fox one? with a Marcus Phoenix twist that you just did. <laughs> Some strange the accent. The new gritty, dark, grim fox. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. So we should probably we next. So we should do talk about some of the other announcements next week because we still have to talk about Kingdom Hearts and and Mass Effect Andromeda. Ooh. Do and we Ma- though? And, and Mirror's Edge. And... <laughs> I don't okay. know if we do. I don't okay. know if we do. Yeah. None of those games are happening as far as we're concerned. Okay. And there's I mean, only this about, one Metroid yeah. Prime Soccer game or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish... I'm psyched about Mass Effect Andromeda, except like I think like. Having the opening poster, like, of the sequel of one of the best, you know, women characters in all of video game history, like, kind of sticking her butt out for no reason while she's checking her watch. I'm like, that's not a good place to start. So, yeah. Well, maybe, well, in the future, there will be apps on the Apple Watch. So maybe she was just very, you know, very engaged in her game. I guess. I guess so. Uh, Do we want to do what we're playing or we want to just. uh... Yeah, let's do it super quickly. Because I've got a complaint. Yeah, okay, so let's, uh, so Brie, what have you been playing this week? Okay, I've played a lot of Fallout Shelter, and this game is addictive, but it completely sucks from a feminist perspective. It is hugely, hugely, hugely problematic. So, in this game, okay, so you have to, like, repopulate the Earth or whatever, right? 
So, so you have to get like new population for your ball. So basically what you end up doing is like breeding the women in the vault. It's so what? problematic. Wait, pardon? Yeah. What are yeah. we doing? We're breeding You're, you're getting women pregnant. Yeah. You, to, you're yeah. you have to like... You Everybody to, in like, the game is straight too. Like, right. As far Everyone as I can is tell. straight. Everyone is straight. So what happens is people start off like they join your vault and they have 50 happiness. So like a dude can go talk to him. And if he talks to a dude... He will like get his happiness up to 75%. But what you have to do to get your number up to 100% happiness is you have to like bring the girl down in the same room with them and instantly they fall in love. And like with 20 seconds later, they're getting it on and boom, she's pregnant. Boom. And like she 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 can wear armor, but it doesn't like show up on her costume. And like she's pregnant and she just like runs from danger with her arms flailing up in the air. Hmm. And the thing that's worst about this, the thing I cannot believe that is so offensive and terrible is okay, so fine, for whatever reason, a, a dude needs to talk to a woman to get his happiness rating up. Fine, we're in a magical universe where everybody is straight, whatever. But if he's talking to a pregnant woman, he completely, 100% ignores her, will not even talking to her. So the pregnant woman is just walking around, like, all lonely. Other women will talk to her, but, like, the men completely avoid her. So, like, what happens is the moment... Like, it has this sick cycle where the moment a character becomes an adult, you have to bring their happiness rating off. So you're, like, bringing... <laughs> so then you pair them up with a woman, and then, boom, she's pregnant four seconds later. Oh and God. it's like, the, oh, my God. I'm kind I of impressed with their fertility levels. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody yeah. is able to get pregnant, too. It's really right. incredible yep. how straight and fertile everyone in this yeah. game you, is. You'd think that well, all that it's... radiation might have made it a little bit more difficult, but I guess not. Yeah, it shows what the worth of the women in the, the game is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, it's too bad because the game's pretty fun, but I had, a, I had trouble getting past that central uh, creepy matchmaking element as well because it's a pretty Ooh, big part know. of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I started playing it. I'm just like, this is Tiny Tower. I'm not interested. And I yes, it is far. Tiny Tower. If people like it, then they will also be addicted to Tiny yeah, Tower. It's making more money than Candy Crush, apparently. So, <gasps> Candy yeah. Crush is a better game. Well, yeah, but that's that's what's happening. So I don't, you know, but well, I'm sorry that that you know that you're addicted it to a terrible me. game. Doesn't bother me. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a parent. So I just, um, you know, my consciousness has been raised on some of these terrible stereotypes about. Or how about like you know the way pregnant women are treated? Yeah, like, no, I've that's terrible. I've had a lot of girlfriends that have told me like they're basically treated like crap during it. So I don't know. I mean, it just you know basically treats them like baby machines, which is kind of yeah. disgusting. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah. Well, so Maddie, what are you playing this week? Um, I've been playing a bunch of Third Strike, which is like the third Street Fighter, and it has parries, and it's like a completely different Street Fighter. And Street Fighter Five is going to have parries, and people are really mad about it. And I've been laughing at a lot of internet comments about parries and enjoying Third Strike, which has parries and is extremely difficult for a lot of weird reasons. Like Z-moves in that game are way harder for some reason. I don't think I'm imagining that. 
Write in and tell me if I am. It feels like they're way harder. I don't know. Also, the online version of Third Strike has a really cool song in it that I downloaded and put on my workout mix. And I looked it up and apparently a bunch of people hate that song. And all those people are wrong. That song's awesome. It's called Knock You Out. And I tried to figure out who the artist is who is rapping on that song and I couldn't figure it out. So if anybody knows who that is, then let me know that too. Anyway, that's is it, it be- for me. Is it better than the Marvel versus Capcom uh, character select music? Marvel versus Capcom Take two? Me for a Ride? Yeah. Yeah. I friggin' love that song. That's <laughs> on my too. workout mix too. I, <laughs> I love it. It's like crazy that you brought that up. When Zach and I first started <laughs> dating and we played, that, we played that game all the time, we like got obsessed with that song. And I thought that, okay, so it says Hero Select at the bottom. <laughs> this is not a good story. It says Hero <laughs> Select at the bottom of the MVC3, like, selection screen and i really thought that it said head select so i just called that song head select forever and if people go back and it's not in the ultimate edition but if you look at that text that says hero select back me up it really looks like it says head select and like why would it say head select but i guess you're selecting a head i mean you're like scrolling over all the little heads anyway that's my story So can I ask you a quick question before we move on? What yeah, is, sure. Uh, what is the parry system? I don't remember that from Street Fighter 3. Um, you just have much. to, like, yeah. press a button at the exact same time as somebody's is hitting it you. towards? Yeah. It's towards... Uh, let me look it up for you. I'm friggin' terrible at it. Zach can do it, but I can't do it. And you have to do it so perfectly. It's, like, hilarious. Hilariously hard to do. Um, and so like if, okay, so if Ken's doing the Shoryuken, that's technically uh-huh. three hits. So you have to hit parry three times in a row in order to actually parry the full thing. That which, sounds terrible. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. There are a lot of things about Third Strike that are really weird. Oh yeah, you tap. You don't hold. You just tap it. And you have to tap exactly the right time. So you have to be like tap, tap, tap. Shoryuken! it's Mm. yeah um so you would basically never use it except for like projectiles so it makes projectile play really hard like if you you know want to use projectiles and so back in the day that was something that people were really mad about and now everyone's forgotten about all those arguments and they're gonna all come up again because parries are gonna come back (laughs) i look forward to the argument yeah i yeah no i think these kinds of arguments are really hilarious because i almost never take a side so i can just kind of enjoy like watching the endless threads of people being like i hate parries well i love parries and i can be like yes fight dance mannequins dance i just imagine you sitting back and drinking iced tea like kermit the frog that's basically <laughs> me on twitter all the time <laughs> tea sipping dot gif is me okay so georgia what are you playing this week okay i have a really um cute game that i'm playing and it's called um Oni and the Blind Forest. Oh, yeah. I've heard this great things about this. It is a really adorable game. So if you like games such as Never Alone, and it has a little bit of um, journey feeling to it, it's pretty sweet. I have to say I loved it. I knew I would love it from the start, just from its... It, it has beautiful graphics. It's really, really cute. The characters are just adorable, and it's a little bit of a side-scroller. So um, it has a long opening, but it's cinematic a little bit. You get to be involved with, and it does really set the pace of the story. And it's kind of got that magical, happy feel to it. So if you like Never Alone, uh, you'll like Ori and the Blind Forest. How are the uh, boob physics? (laughs) 
You know, it's actually interesting because in the beginning of the character, one of the characters is does not have a, a generic body type. You know, they're they're more large and cute and sweet and round. And I that's the first thing I said. I said how nice it is to see someone with a completely different than the stereotypical idealistic body type to be in the story. So I even liked that. And there's good tail physics in the story as well. Okay. Tail physics are even better than boob physics. Hey. So, you know. Yeah. Don't, I mean. don't, no. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Apples Come on. and oranges, yeah. really. Yeah. What you been playing, Steve? Uh, I played some more Tales of the Borderlands. It's still really good. Um, I still recommend it. I haven't gotten through the first episode. I think I'm close to the end. But, you know, I only played while Maureen was watching Game of Thrones to block it out. So it's, uh, um, but that's, that's a really good story. I'm really, I'm really liking that a lot. Um, I also started playing the Talos Principle uh this week which is people compare it to portal i don't know that it necessarily warrants that i mean it's a it's a first person puzzle game so that's people are comparing it to portal but um it's if you like puzzle games and and for you know if you like portal it's probably worth checking out i only played a little bit of it because i just got into it and i haven't had a ton of time uh this week to play anything other than hearthstone but but i i would recommend that if it if you've been thinking about it uh, it's got some weird stuff. They the they drop you into like this temple, and you have to do these puzzles that the guy is telling you to do trials, which is probably another reason that that they say that it's a lot like Portal. And the person's name is Elohim, which means God in Hebrew. So this is mm-hmm. another instance of seeing Hebrew in a game, which was interesting to me because I don't hear Hebrew in games very often. Yeah. Um. But so I, I'm gonna play it some more. Uh. It's it's good but it's not really grabbing me yet but maybe once i get into a little bit more it will but how are the boob physics um the <laughs> boob physics on the robots are are fantastic okay yeah the spheres that that zap you uh have great boobs and they okay, they, they jiggle a lot all right looking forward to it all right uh does anybody have it? <laughs> look for me on canadian radio talking yeah. about that very soon <laughs> so does anybody have any housekeeping that that is or is not about boobs before we uh, before we wrap up? Uh, I did another Fitcast and. Um, uh, Are you like his co-host now or, or what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I'm a fitness expert. Okay. You are. Well, I mean, I'm not doubting well, that. Well, I can't I'm... take Bree's expertise now. She's already stolen that one, so I have to pick a different area of expertise. Was that a dog? That was. I have a dog. You have a dog? I How do. We've never talked about this. What is your dog's name? My dog's name is Mila. She looks similar to your dog's. It's a Bichon. Oh. It's a Bichon Shih Tzu mix. Wait, you have a Bichon, and we've never talked about this. Yeah, she's like she looks exactly like your dog's. By the way. Oh my god. Yeah. She's adorable. Oh, Georgia. <laughs> Yeah. Aren't Bichons the worst dogs ever? They they should no one should get a. That's Bichon That's why they haven't been allowed ever. to come down to America with her. Exactly. She's come down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's a cutie pie. That's sweet. Uh, I gotta tell you this. I'm gonna tear up that keynote tomorrow. Yeah. It's gonna be Woo! some of the best stuff I've Rock ever done. I'm really and... looking forward to it. So hopefully there's gonna be video after that that we'll be able to get up in this week's show notes. If not, we'll get that up as soon as it's available. I, I expect it'll hit boing boing and some other sites. Awesome. So... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that too. Yeah, one you. other thing, a documentary that Bree and I were in called GTFO the Movie has become available on a whole lot of platforms this week. So if you couldn't watch it before because it wasn't available in your area, it's on like Vimeo and a ton of other video sites this week. So Google it if you wanted to see it. I hear it's good. I can't watch myself on film, but I, I made myself good. watch it. It's good. 
<laughs> I could barely stand to watch the parts that I'm in, but the rest you. of it's it great. It is painful to watch yourself on it's, video. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> My yeah. hair looks pretty good, though. Well, that's, so. that's hey, all really all that's important. It's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is not something of mine, but I just want to make sure people are aware of it. Uh, the humble book bundle this week is if you have a kid that's looking to learn how to code, there's like a bundle of like 12 or 14 books for kids on scratch on JavaScript for kids. There's the manga guide to databases, which has this princess who is learning how to run a database in order to be able to manage her kingdom, which I got for my, my oldest and she's going to like devour. I have a feeling so. Um, oh, if awesome. you have been looking to teach a kid to code over the summer, you should pick this up because it really there's a lot of good stuff in here, and you might even learn some stuff yourself. So, do you think you can learn to code from books? I've always found that kind of problematic, personally. I couldn't. I think for a parent <laughs> who wants to help their kid learn, it gives enough projects to be able to help them through it. Is the way that I'm looking at it. I don't. I'm not planning on handing her the book and telling her to code. I'm looking at it as a set of projects that will help me understand Scratch. And then help, which I don't think is very hard, but um, and then be able to work with her and kind of walk through like this is what you're going to do to kind of give her uh, some goals. I mean, one of these books is called Super Scratch Programming Adventures that says that they learn programming fundamentals by making like things that are based off of classic arcade games. So I wouldn't be able to do that myself and I wouldn't even know where to start with that. But if I have something to work off with, then I can work with her and help her. And that's something that's going to take that's going to catch. Uh, keep her interest so okay. it's not really so much having a book and it's like here read this and learn how to code it's more like here this is more like you know a book of recipes and you can kind of learn how to do it as you do it we'll see i mean i think the manga guy database she's just gonna read because she'll read anything manga and devour like an hour but this other okay. stuff i'm looking is like kind of like projects for us for over the summer so okay it's something that you know she's really ahead in math so i want to i want to try to see if she's interested in that and then help her do that if that's something she wants to do so okay yeah um, so you can find the show notes for this show and every show at uh, relay.fm slash isometric or at isometricshow.com. You can uh, send us uh, feedback via email to feedback at isometricshow.com. You can uh, go and rate and review the show on iTunes. We really appreciate that, and that helps us out a ton. Uh, we are, as always, part of the amazing relay.fm network. Uh, you can catch uh, Bree Show Rocket um, on this network as well. You can also catch some of the fantastic new shows that have, that have um, like John Syracuse and Merlin Mann and Reconcilable Differences. Um, and you can also, as always, follow all of us on Twitter. Uh, the show's account is at Isometric Show. Uh, my account is at Wicked Good. And Bree, where can people find you? If you tweet Maddie about Other M, look <laughs> in your rearview mirror because that's Brianna back there to have a very stern conversation with you. Or you can find me on the Twitter machine at Space Cat Gal. <laughs> and Maddie, where can people not send you tweets about Other M? People can send me tweets about Metroid Prime Pinball at Samus Clone on Twitter. And uh, Georgia, where can people send you tweets about Best Buy? <laughs> You can send me your Best Buy hatred and horrible stories, please, uh, at Georgia underscore Dow. So thank you, as always, for listening, and we will catch you next week. Have a good one. No. 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 no.
Georgia, what? Georgia, drop it, drop it on him. <laughs> what? New catchphrase. The new catchphrase. <laughs> what is the new catchphrase? I, I this is very well rehearsed. It was like Dowination or something, right? Oh, Georgia, you let us down. Oh, you I let totally. Us down. Right, I totally. I'm going to try. I cannot do a Georgia Dow justice. <laughs> I will. I will try this. Actually, okay. So, Steve, maybe you should try. Okay. This catchphrase. Are you going to put it to me in the chat, or are you going to just tell me to do it? No, I'm going to tell it to you, and I'm going to let you do it as best as you can. Okay. Okay. So the new. So on Rocket, our ending phrase is terminated, and then the show ends. So for isometric, it should be. (laughs) (laughs) What did you find it, Georgia? Oh no. No, that's why she's making me say it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Georgia. No, no, no. I'm going to totally mess it up. I'm too, I'm too, I'm too. (laughs) Okay, I'll try it. I can't, I'm not even going to pronounce it right. Okay. You want me to try? Okay, I'll try. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) Okay, wait. Wait, I got to think in my head. Okay, I'm going to, okay, I'm saying it. (laughs) Okay. You just got isometricized. <laughs> it doesn't even flow. It doesn't even flow. No, no. You just got isometric. That's not what you wrote. <laughs> well, <laughs> isometricized sounds more more ominous, though. No, it's horrible. You just I got like... isometricized. <laughs> read it. I'm sure that that's what it says. Uh-oh. I can't read my tears. Oh, come on, Steve. You got to try it. You got to try it. And then the show. No, it wasn't you me. Gotta, you got to try totally it. wasn't me. Come on, Steve. You just got isometricized. I sounded no, really perky there. Acceptable. That was not good. Is it supposed to be you just got isometric? Is that yeah, what it's supposed to be? you just got isometric. Oh. Okay. Well, that's, that's not Come on, Maddie. Can you do it justice? You just got isometric. Oh, go, Bree, do it. Do it the way it's I supposed to be done. I think I should go back to the writer's room and work you, on this. You sound, you, yeah, that sounded like, like yeah. a, you know, a stage select uh, screen right after you pick a fighter in Street Fighter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you are I actually want, a Street Fighter character in real life, Manny. I want to I hear what One it's can supposed only to sound hope. like. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, what what were any you of us supposed to do? To do? Batman voice and just kind of like, rah, 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 <laughs> like, like that. is that what my Batman voice sounds like? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what you sound like all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, no. this show is over. I hereby declare it over. How about how about that? This show is over. So try that, Steve. That is that very direct that. and accurate. Yeah. It, it's yeah. very yes, so, it's very factual. Okay, so let's try see a blah blah blah. Brianna Wu, find it. Blah blah blah. Brianna protracted nonsense for ten minutes. Like Maddie, Georgia, Steve. As always, you can rate and review the show. And the show is over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's very epic sounding. Yeah, Come it's on, very try final. It, Steve. Try it, Steve. Blah 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 blah. This show is over. <laughs> it's too oh. negative. It's so, it's so angry. You're over. Gamers are over. Everyone's no. over. <laughs> this whole show is over. We end every Everybody's show by saying over. gamers are over. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that that's never ended poorly for anybody. That's gonna work out worse than Slippy <laughs> did. Oh. <laughs>
Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs>